0: Hi everybody, we're joined today by Alyssa, the German creator behind the Webtoon Canvas series, To Be Honest. The story follows Leon as he lands in an orphanage and finds himself roommates with Gilbert, the most hated kid in Leon's new school. We had a great time learning about Alyssa's story, from her professional work in animation and how it has impacted her comic, to her passion for her story and how it drives her to do her best work regardless of the size of the audience, and about how to deal with anxiety around being good enough in art and how to combat it. Here's Alyssa. Hello, Alyssa. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for joining. It feels, I'm, I'm especially happy to have you here because I bugged you on Discord a long time ago <laughs> okay. um, just to chat with you. So it feels good to have you. But why don't you give everyone a little bit of an intro as to who you are?
1: Uh, okay. Well, very briefly, I'm an artist and animator from Germany. I make comics in my free time at the moment. And my main job is currently animation for video games, actually.
0: Oh, wow. So uh, how did you get into sort of the animation, the art world as a whole?
1: For art, like, I've kind of always been doing it. Uh, my first story or comic even, I drew at six years old. So, I know, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just always been uh, with me, I guess. And I really grew into it. There was no one moment.
0: Were there particular types of art or comics or cartoons that you especially liked as a kid?
1: As a kid, it was mostly like animal shows, and when I when I grew older, I had like <laughs> I had a furry phase, and then I had an anime phase, and now yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> now I'm well, I don't know how to even call that.
0: Yeah. So uh, you know, you you mentioned uh, you had a bit of a an anime phase. Like, what what sorts of anime did you watch growing up? And then I'm curious in Germany, you know, w- what sort of anime is available, and how would you watch it?
1: On TV, like there was some anime, but I never watched that. I watched it on the internet. (laughs)
0: Mm. Back
1: then, there wasn't really like a legal way to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I I watched a lot of stuff like um, that was instantly subbed, like from Japan directly. Um, But I can't even name anything specific because it really was a long time ago.
0: How did you specifically get into making comics?
1: I don't really have an answer for you because it's—I always did it. Like,
0: <laughs> would you have just I, little stories that you would uh, yeah. that you would share with yeah, friends and stuff?
1: Yeah, with my parents mostly. I didn't even share it a lot around with friends or anything. I just did it for myself. I always loved uh, imagining stories and like drawing. And stories and drawing combined makes comics
0: and animation <laughs>
1: as well. So yeah, that's why I'm at.
0: So let's start with To Be Honest. There's a lot I want to unpack with To Be Honest. um, And it's a story that I I really enjoy. Let's talk about like the story and the concept. How did you come up with this specific type of story?
1: I know I always liked uh, coming of age stories, like just teenagers Mm -hmm. experiencing new stuff and like general struggles. I know the story setting and everything is very specific, but I think the overall themes and like, feelings and stuff is something that a lot of people can relate to so Mm. yeah it's generally influenced by a lot of things that I like a lot of stories that I read
0: to be honest focuses on characters that are part of an orphanage was there a reason why you wanted to tell that part you know have the story set there versus somewhere else
1: I guess I wanted like uh, a dorm setting I thought that helped the plot a lot like roommate dorm stuff but I Mm. didn't really work well with an um uh, how do you call it like a school a boarding school
0: uh yeah. yeah
1: yeah that would would have been another option but yeah I chose this setting instead
0: so let's talk a bit about the characters then um what is your process to coming up with characters did they kind of just pop into your head or were there people that you modeled off of uh
1: some characters were in my head before I created the story like uh just very uh, well, very rough with their personality. And some characters, like Leon, for example, I specifically wrote for the story, and mm-hmm. it also was a long process uh, getting into th- the depth of his character. So, so yeah.
0: can you share a little bit about that process? Because some you know people that we talk to say getting characters who feel real is difficult. Did you have any tips or things that you found especially helpful as you would make a character?
1: I don't really know. I'm a very intuitive person. Uh, (laughs) I just write, I write stuff and I write it again and again and again until it feels right. So it was, uh, if I, if I had had the, if I had actually produced the first version of my script, I would be very unhappy right now because (laughs) (laughs) Leon back then had like no personality or like no backstory, no flaws, nothing. was just like this observer character. And I always wondered, well, why why do I keep hating this character? He's so boring. Why? And then, um, yeah, I kind of tried to uh, make his personality and his, like, his wants and needs of the character line up more with the rest and with Mm. the plot. (laughs) So, yeah, just a lot of thinking, staring into the distance (laughs) and rewriting.
0: And is there any was there anyone that helped you with this or is it really you just being like you know what after writing this character i don't like who this is
1: Um yeah in this specific case yeah i realized it myself but i also have a friend a very good friend of mine um we meet like once a week um mm. not just to talk about writing but it's like um they are also uh a narrative designer and they know a lot about storytelling so we always end up talking about each other's stories and like
0: Mm. um
1: just give give each other give each other feedback and yeah that really helps in the writing writing process
0: you you mentioned that you work on animation for video games are there things from your job that you think help you as you make your comic are there things that you've learned from there that you translate over
1: yes. I work in cutscenes, so like
0: uh, okay.
1: video sequences, like it's really like a short, short clip, basically short animation. Mm-hmm. And I think um, like stuff like shots and layout and camera work really helped me, and also poses and stuff. That's that's mm-hmm. all stuff that also uh, you can find in comics, like camera angles, perspective, and stuff. Yeah, I just wanted to say that when I am thinking about producing the comic, I always think of it in shots like I see it as as like it would be a movie like an animation Uh, like I see see it in my head is
0: this story something that you would want to get animated is that like a a wish that you have
1: it's a wish I I can dream (laughs) I don't think (laughs) I don't think it ever will but it would be cool of course I think every comic artist kind of wishes for like an animation or movie or theater
0: of (sighs) the story so you know you mentioned you're very intuitive as a creator when you're creating these characters do you feel like you you sneak a little bit of yourself into each of them or as part of this intuitive process are you just coming up with characters from just experiences throughout life
1: yeah definitely there's i would say there's a a little piece of me in every one of these characters Mm. so like basically i take like a piece of myself and then i multiply this a hundred times <laughs> and then you get kind of this this character yeah
0: is there a character that you relate with the most that you feel like i think they probably got a little bit more of me than the others
1: uh not really it depends on which which time of my life it
0: is uh, really. okay
1: so some of these characters used to be me kind of <laughs> uh, okay and but today i relate more with somebody else maybe so yeah depends
0: and is there a character that you enjoy drawing the most?
1: Uh, yeah, I enjoy Gilbert and Ida the most. I, I just like their lines.
0: And who's the most difficult for you to draw?
1: Um, at the beginning, it was Gilbert because of his hair. I couldn't really figure <laughs> out how to, how to draw curly hair, but nowadays it's not so difficult for me anymore. I like, by, by now, I like how, I, how I'm able to draw his hair.
0: In terms of your weekly process, you publish the story very regularly. What does a typical process look like because I know you post regularly it's not necessarily every week you've had not gaps but like you've taken a little bit more time between uh, episodes sometimes which is understandable so what's your like process to like go from idea of an episode all the way through to execution
1: for the regular uploads it's just I create big buffers like I worked before I published this comic I worked one year on it just drawing not not uploading anything I was even on social media so Mm. I just had this huge chunk and then I had a lot of time to figure out how much I can actually produce regularly. Mm. In terms of how I work, I work in chapters. So I always finish like one chapter, like uh, sketch, uh, line art, coloring, lighting. And then I separate this chapter into multiple, multiple episodes.
0: I see. And as far as the whole story goes... Do you have like an outline of what you want to do? Do you just take it chapter by chapter?
1: I no, the script is uh, finished. Like the story has big beginning to end. Uh, it's all written out. I, I still change some stuff like uh, because I don't know, <laughs> sometimes better ideas, better dialogue pops into my head. Mm. Um And I'd say we are about 20% or uh, 25% done.
0: No, oh, okay. There's a lot more to go. That makes yeah. That makes me <laughs> very happy.
1: It's a long story. <laughs> mm.
0: And you've hit fifty thousand subscribers, which is quite an achievement. I mean, when you started, what was your expectation? Like, what did you think would kind of happen?
1: Like, of course, I wished for it, but uh, I didn't expect it to happen, uh, especially so quickly. I didn't even know that. You could like get featured on like the front pages hmm. and stuff. So I'm I'm really thankful for everyone who like gave my comic a chance, and very thankful for uh, the staff also on Webtoons and Tapos for noticing hmm. and promoting my comic. So it's it's just overall been overwhelming.
0: Uh, and what do you like? What are kind of the biggest things that you've learned as you've started to to do this?
1: I, I don't know, I, I became a little bit more relaxed about the the whole thing. In the beginning, I was so scared of what, what people would would think, because this is like the first comic I've actually shown to people, I've actually shown to friends.
0: Do you think there's something that you did that you feel like contributed to your success more, or was it a combination of a bunch of different things?
1: Yeah, so what I think helped me a lot was just determination and mm. patience and also a little bit of self-love because it's essentially I'm doing this comic still for myself um, I'm doing it because I love it so even if nobody would have read it I would have finished it I'm very sure of that so I like my story it, it's not perfect but I like it so much that I just know I'm going to work on it forever like until it's finished I mean
0: one of the things I admire about artists and you know it, it rings very much true for you is you know this idea that you wanted to tell the story yourself not cuz someone wanted it and um you know getting 50,000 other people who really love it and I mean even <laughs> there's some difficult scenes that you have and just to see people in the comments just resonate with it um it's an incredible achievement it's very it's It's very, very cool to see yeah. is there anything that you would change as you look back uh, at the process?
1: Uh, not really, like just like nitpicky things like some dialogue and mm-hmm. stuff, and maybe um sometimes um sometimes readers point out things that I didn't think about um mm. not and I don't mean that in a bad way, it's just like like wow, I didn't know this was a thing I didn't know about this, and um it makes me wanna go back and like, do this thing more that they notice.
0: Mm, I'd love to learn a little bit more about your audience and how you built it up. So you have an Instagram and you post things on there. Do you think having an Instagram is a critical part for someone who wants to build their own webtoon?
1: I don't think that it's uh, necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, for making comics but for me it's fun and it helps me connect with the readers and especially with other creators as well Uh, I met so many other creators um, over Instagram Um, Mm. and yeah but uh, Instagram is of course can be difficult I know a lot of artists are struggling like seeing other people's art and stuff like if you're suffering from like imposter syndrome or something or just looking at other people's art make you feel bad I don't recommend it but if you're fine with that um I think Instagram is a great way to connect with creators and readers as well
0: so you mentioned um you know part of the reason you're doing this is for self-love um the fact that you're even making this comic like you said it's very possible for someone to go on Instagram or put their comic out there and feel imposter syndrome we've had all sorts of artists come on and say that is there anything that you do or practice in particular to help make sure that you are taking care of yourself as you make this comic? Because th- there's a lot of mental and physical challenges with making a comic. Is there anything that you do to like keep yourself fresh?
1: Um, I think just uh, taking breaks is a very important part both. Was- physically and like mentally if you like as we mentioned if you if you feel bad looking at other people's art or you think oh i'll never be this good or whatever which is not like no shame there's no shame i think a lot of people experience that um just realize it and like um take a break from it and follow these people if you will if if you feel Mm -hmm. bad looking at my stuff please unfollow me like i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to make people feel bad and yeah, I think a good um, way to counter it maybe is to practice a lot of art in general and um, try to get to a level where you're just comfortable with your own art maybe. That's what I did. I, one year, not I didn't have Instagram back then. I just took uh, this whole year of pre-production to also practice anatomy and get better at my art. And I got to a level where uh, I still want to improve, but I'm I'm also fine with what I do.
0: So at that point, were you working on the story at all, or were you just like, I want to get good at like making this comic?
1: Yeah, this um, this one year was just writing the script and practicing art and like doing research and stuff. This was, yeah, it really took a year.
0: You have a Patreon as well. What was the inspiration behind starting that?
1: okay well actually i just did it because uh everyone else (laughs) Mm -hmm. everyone else also did it and i myself also uh liked um supporting creators i like on patreon so and getting something back for it like little illustration or early access so yeah that's also what you can see on my patreon
0: yeah i I noticed that you had an early access kind of offering for your uh, higher tier of patreon is that something that people have come for uh it says that i think you're three to four episodes ahead has that worked well for you
1: yeah i think most people join the higher tier uh but about the tiers um i made these because i saw other creators do it this way but i'm still not sure if it's the right thing for me i might just combine it into one and like make it a little bit cheaper i just i don't want it to be my main income so
0: so, and you mentioned that you came up with these tiers by looking at what, the, what other yeah. artists were doing and using that yeah. as inspiration.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that, but I don't think it works so well for me. Uh, it's like hard to keep to keep it up. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think to simplify it into one tier, it's just easier.
0: So, you know, you have a full-time job, you have a Patreon and people who expect episodes ahead, you would post on Webtoon how do you juggle everything
1: <laughs> good question uh somehow it works I, I don't know i mean you have to like uh sacrifice something so but i try to uh do everything so like i have other hobbies as well i have friends a uh, social life um and yeah my work so uh basically like one week i focus on one thing and then another week maybe I meet, meet less friends, but work more on my comic and stuff. The only thing I can change is my job Mm, and uh, very important. My sleep. I don't cut sleep. Sleep is very important.
0: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I'm a big sleep fan as well. Um, Our producer knows uh, if I don't get my eight hours, I'm basically a different person, but that's for another time. Same. Uh, So for the future of the webcomic industry, is there something that you want to see, changes that you want to see? Uh, how do you think about that?
1: Uh, what I really want to see is like the possibility or a platform for small animations in comics mm. and like interactive comics. I mean, I have an animation background, so maybe that explains it. But I'm imagining like uh, not like a game, but... Um, like just things where you can maybe tap on panels to appear, or speech bubbles appearing slowly or rapidly, rapidly
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, shaking, or even incorporate sound. Maybe it would be uh, especially useful, like uh, atmospheric horror comics and stuff. Uh,
0: mm.
1: But um, that's just an idea.
0: Is it difficult for you, like, uh, to do something like that? Because I, I imagine on the animation side, you know, you mentioned things like cutscenes. My guess is it's very hard for, it just takes a lot of time for you to be able to do something like that. Is that right? I
1: think like like small animations, it's not difficult to make, but of course it takes a lot of time if you do that as well. Yeah, you. Know. but it would also be cool.
0: It would be very cool.
1: <laughs> just as an option.
0: In terms of your future as an individual, you mentioned that, you know, there's still a lot of, uh, to be honest, to go, which makes us all very happy. But uh, what what do you want to do kind of in the future? What are the goals that you have?
1: Uh, you mean like after? To be honest, or yes, uh, w- yes. Uh, I probably uh, make more comics. I don't see make myself s- stopping <laughs> stopping this. Um, I've I've actually written a sequel. <laughs> to to uh, be honest, okay. already. Maybe I do that, but but maybe I do a different project in between. Uh, I don't know. We see. I have to see how like how my life, uh, what my life will look like in the future, because. I don't know I expect to work on this comic for like three more years maybe so Mm. that's that's a lot of time and maybe then my life will look completely different who knows so I can't really tell what the future brings I just roll with it
0: I like that and um what about uh you know the the webcomic scene uh in Germany so you know you mentioned before like you know, if you wanted to watch anime, there may have been some on TV, but, you know, you're watching online. So was I. Um, uh, how has how have things changed in Germany for webcomic artists? And how do you think they'll change in the future?
1: Um, just recently, uh, Webtoon Canvas laun- launched in Germany. So mm. I'm already uploading, uh, starting to upload, to be honest, in German. Basically, it's original language. Uh, on <laughs> <Canvas>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the... Canvas Germany is still very small. I think right now there are like 40 uh, webcomics on there, but I imagine it to get bigger in the future. Hopefully there's more to come. I think so. I think it's generally webcomics are on the rise all over the world.
0: Definitely. You know, you mentioned that you've met artists on Instagram and stuff. Have you met German artists or artists from all over the world?
1: Uh, from all over, all over the world. I hope now that Canvas Germany is there, I will connect more with German artists as well. And maybe <laughs> I go to a convention next year and actually meet some people. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the German uh, comic scene is actually not very big. It's, it's quite small. Like I know, I know German creators, I haven't like spoke to them, but there's not a lot.
0: Do you think more and more people will, will make webcomics in Germany? you think that's becoming more popular?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Do you have any advice for anybody that's looking to make a comic?
1: Preparation.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: Preparation and patience. Don't rush into it like you have time. Finish your script, become comfortable with your art. And if you tick these boxes, then you can start. I, I mean, if you, if, you, if you take it slow, you'll have less regrets in the future.
0: Ah, uh, I like that. Do you, uh, are you ready to uh, close things out with our rapid fire round? Uh sure. First question. Who would you cast for Gilbert and Leon if this was turned into a show? It can be animated or live action.
1: Well, now I have to disappoint you because I don't watch many TV shows or movies and I certainly don't remember the actors' names or voice actors' <laughs> names either. I barely know any uh, names, so I unfortunately can't answer that question.
0: So we will do a casting call We'll start from scratch uh, sure <laughs> that, totally, that totally works um, second what's your favorite scene that you've created so far and I will uh preface by saying that you know for those who haven't read yet there will be spoilers but do you wanna do you wanna share
1: um, my I have two so far uh, my personal favorite is chapter six like just the revelation of the uh, injuries
0: mm, yeah
1: um, it's like I mean when, he, when he
0: grabs his hand like yeah, that moment. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um just because it's like this tense um turning point in the story, or rather like this is where the story unfolds. Right? Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. I um I like drawing this chapter. Um and also there's a moment um I didn't really think much about it, but the audience reacted really uh funny. Um, that was when Gilbert and Leon were sitting at the bonfire and Gilbert told Leon that he was gay and Leon was totally surprised by that and the audience was like how could you not notice are you stupid or something (laughs) and like there was so many comments like uh, roasting him for that and I don't know I thought it was really funny so I really liked the uh, reaction of the readers that's what made it one of my favorite scenes Uh,
0: And then finally, if you could have dinner with one of your own characters, who would it be?
1: None, because ignoring the facts that they are all teens. (laughs) (laughs) And I um, I also don't really like to insert myself into a fictional setting. So I guess uh, I I wouldn't.
0: You get enough time with them anyway. I mean, you spend so much time trying them. You you don't need that.
1: I I don't need to talk with them because Mm. I know what they're thinking all the time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly well Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story listener please go onto webtoon and check out to be honest it's a wonderful story and from there you can go to Alyssa's creator profile and find her twitter and instagram as well but Alyssa, thank you so much for taking some time and joining us on the show today
1: thank you so much
0: thank you for joining us today if you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.